All right. So today you wanted to talk about um, the movie that we saw yesterday. Sure. Yeah, that was amazing. Um, so yesterday we want we want we <laughs> yesterday we watched a movie called Burning, which is a Korean film from 2018, and it's based off of a short story by. Uh, Haruki Murakami. Yes, I'm always going to mess up that name unless I have it in front of me. Yeah, it's a it's a Japanese author. He's like this cult author. He's pretty well known, yeah. Yeah, and he wrote uh, Kafka on the Shore, IQ 85, and now I think he's gaining popularity. And he's uh, it's very bizarre because the way how he writes is just pretty much like. Um, fantasy he has a lot of like kafka elements it's very much based on fiction versus reality but then he also he's very postmodern in a way i would say and the same goes for the movie i think because it, it plays with different realities different like layers of the narration so how did you like it i mean you you never read uh, uh, murakami before i have um, I, I can't oh. remember which what the name was it wasn't the it wasn't the one where the girl child smile uh, it was some years ago so i don't remember the name but i borrowed it from a friend and yeah i read it it had something to do with like a brothel house and then it was like about the people who work uh, there. I think so. yeah. Yeah, I, I read this one too, but I forgot the name. I think in German it's Ausnahmezustand. It's like, oh, I don't know. Anyways, the, the movie subverts so many expectations. I think that's what made it. Do you want to give like a short synopsis for, for it? or? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just trying to think of where to start. So it starts with the main character named Jong Soo. He is, what do you call it? Like his fa- his father owns a farm or something like that. Yeah, he's more from the countryside. I guess the most important things. Yeah, he's like your countryside boy. And he comes across um, an old classmate of his who he doesn't actually remember. But she clearly likes him and Hemi and she's trying to um, like ask him out on dates and stuff like that and she tells him that she goes on a trip she's gonna go on a trip to Africa so Mm -hmm. she needs him to feed her cat and things like that and I don't don't know like how much I should give away I think you can like because like there is no clear uh, interpretation of it anyway so yeah. I think you can even like give some some ideas about like there there are no spoilers yeah uh, we'll, we'll just say it's a spoiler show if you want to watch this movie then you know listen to this after you've watched the movie yeah maybe better that way um yeah so yeah she kind of yeah she goes on this trip to Africa and while she's away she gets him to feed her cat who he never actually sees but he knows the name it's like boy boy you or something something like that and um he hasn't seen the cat but he knows that it's there because the cat's eating the food drinking the water and then like pooping in the kitty litter box and when she comes back she introduces him to like this best friend that she's met while she while she was um 
there, and he is this very um, Ben. He's yeah, his name's Ben, and he's this very like um, charismatic, attractive, rich. At uh, first, <laughs> he is. What do you mean? Yeah, that there are some scenes where he says, "Yeah, I, I, I think he says, yeah, I'm not like." I never cried. Like one of the first conversations, like I think they want to sh- make clear that he he's, he has less emotions. Like he's, he's kind a of like sociopath. A social, yeah, yeah. Um, but he's still very. That's those are typical like characteristics of a sociopath. Suspect. Like somebody yeah, who's can, very charismatic, yeah. who's very um, charming, and things like that. Um, but yeah, so she meets him, and I don't. I feel. I think Jung Soo feels. Like he's kind of been forgotten, um, and it seems that she's more or less moved on to this guy. But she still invites him to their hangouts, and yes, like a, that was also cool to see. He lives in this Gangnam, which is like in South Korea. If you know, remember the Gang, Gangnam style, like that. That is like the in Seoul. It's like the rich quarter where all these I don't know rich people have fancy homes and fancy kitchens and then he cooks and uh, then they have like or he goes to the gym and that, that was cool to see how in, in Seoul that, that goes like this really like elite society yeah um, so yeah after they had been hanging out and stuff um, one day Hemi she goes she just disappears she, she never returns um, any of Jong Su's calls, and um, as far as Jong Su and Ben know, like she just kind of disappeared from the face of the mm. earth. Um, and in the meantime, um, I, during one of their hangouts, Ben admitted to Jong Su that he has this kind of strange hobby, <laughs> which is arson. <laughs> And he says, Pyromaniac. yeah, and he says that every couple of months he'll um, burn like an abandoned greenhouse. Greenhouse, yeah. And he said that he's planning on doing one somewhere nearby. And um, this kind of sends Jong Su on this pursuit to try to find which greenhouse he ends up burning, but he never seems to find it. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, when he's asking Ben about it, Ben is very like, I don't like. What did he say about it? He was. Yeah, he says he didn't look closely, but he is. It, it's still not clear what what really happened, right? I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. Meanwhile, a new girl is in um, Ben's life. Who, um, yeah, she's like a very, another like cute, pretty girl and stuff like They're that. They're all like cute, and, yeah. Um, but you don't know what what her background is. So much like the, no. the, all the characters are very. I think the the performance is amazing, but you you don't even like know anything about their personal background so much. I no, would say those are just characters, um, but I think Jung Soo starts to slowly. He 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 has always been suspicious of Ben, and one day when the three of them, Jung Soo, Ben, and Hemi, were hanging out at Ben's place, Jung Soo went to the bathroom and he kind of was like snooping around and he found these belongings like so these jewelry um like jewelry and a box of a box of makeup and that was a bit strange but he kind of just like whatever days and and then later on when himi goes missing 
he finds a watch that she would have had, which is this very cheap, like, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. It's like a very Casio, or it's like, a, I don't know. Dollar what, store watch or whatever. Store, yeah. But it was something that Hemi um, wore. And um, he starts to get suspicious of Ben and um, in regard in regards to Himmy's disappearance. And he tries to go to Himmy's apartment and Himmy is not answering her door. She's changed the code to get into her apartment. And he finally gets permission from um, her neighbor to get in. And it seems that her entire bedroom has been organized in a way that's not characteristic of her. Mm, And the excuse that he gave to the neighbor was that he had to feed the cat because otherwise the cat would starve. But the cat, like, um, the the feeding bowl and the, um, yeah, the feeding bowl and the drinking bowl and the kitty litter, they were all gone. So there was really no sign that there was a cat there. And I think maybe Yeah, and Ben, he had a new cat. On, in the, like... I was getting to that. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> um, um, but also... It, he also tried to see if Himi's suitcase was there, but it was, the suitcase was already gone. Um, and then later on, I'm jumping back and forth here, but later on he visits um, Ben at his apartment, his new house, and um, yeah, Ben has a new cat, and he asks what the name is, and um, Ben doesn't have a name for the cat. Um, but when this, his new friend comes over, this other cute girl... The cat runs away, and they have to catch. They have to get the cat back. Um, Jong Su uh, sees the cat, and he calls it by the name that Hemi gave mm. her cat, which is Buyu, Buyu, or something like that. And the cat comes to him, and just based on oh, we also forgot to mention that Ben has been stalking. I mean, Jong Su has been stalking Ben. Oh, yeah. Yeah, ever fall, since yeah. Himmy's disappearance so he would like he would park outside of his house and wait for um, Ben to drive out and then he would follow him yeah yeah, yeah. Um, so I think Jongsu was very suspicious of Ben that he I don't know no, we never find out what happens but Jongsu believes that Ben either kidnapped or killed mm-hmm. Himmy and um yeah, and the, the the whole title burning. I mean, we won't reveal the end, but it, there is a connection to that. But then I think we can reveal the end because at this point, you've already. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Because the end happens in like two minutes. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> so they, they are there, uh, like uh, Young Su. He's tracking him down. He follows him. He finds that he has some weird behavior and then he meets him in this uh, restaurant and then they make up and like they have a meetup somewhere and uh, then he yeah he basically stabs him and then he burns like his his super expensive Porsche and Porsche right Porsche. (laughs) Porsche and yeah that's the end of burning but the thing is you never know what what the actual like 
encounter is it just like the imagination of the characters what is what about the cat like the the is is it like the the cat from Hamy for instance so there's a lot of stuff unclear and it ke keeps spinning and the the performances of the actress <clears throat> are so amazing it's 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 abstract, but it's uh, it's so dense, right? Like mm -hmm. they are basically just three actors, mm -hmm. and they manage to. It's it's a movie for like like it takes some time to to develop, but I think what what was cool is to to make this like 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 a short story. Uh, the director I forgot to say Long Li Li Shangdong Li Shangdong. And he's supposed to be like one of the the most talented directors uh, right now. And every I, I'm go definitely going to watch more of his movies. Mm -hmm. And the way I think what was interesting to me was how he displays South Korea as this very like they repeatedly said South Korea is is not a society for women, for instance. Like it seems to be so harsh. Also, what happened to Hamy? Like is he? Did she get killed by by Ben by this psychopath? She's struggling with money. She she could be one of these girls that are just trying to show up. You don't even know if she took the trip to Africa. One of the the theories, and I think the the way how they yeah show it's kind of like a dissection of the South Korean society and that the how hard it is there. And then one of the the most amazing scenes they they the Uh, this triangle like love triangle um, they smoke pot together and then they dance outside and Hamy gets uh, naked and then you on, from the other side you hear the North Korea propaganda like they it seems like this is like the free society like she she gets offers stuff she's dancing they smoke pot they have money and then on the other side it's north korea like you you hear through like the megaphones whatever they're blasting uh through the area you can hear whatever they are saying it's like uh so contradictory to their behavior and the situation and um i like these movies when they have a certain Yeah, social political aspect to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think the like that you hear the the North Korean propaganda playing on the other side. That was, I think, that was a really interesting detail. I actually didn't think about the contrast between their behaviors and, um, like how it how it's different from North Korea's culture. But yeah, that's a good point. Um, but I know. It was, it was difficult for me because we were watching the movie and it was dubbed in German. It was, so, yeah. So I wasn't sure if I was missing details because I didn't understand something or okay. if it was purposely left out. And I think afterwards I found that like a lot of things were purposely left out. But I missed some things like, like what? how um, Jong-Soo, he admitted to Ben that he loved um, Hemi. So that one I understood. Oh, yeah. But I didn't. And then... Um, I didn't under I didn't hear or maybe understand that he was shaming her for going topless and like dancing. Yeah, he said stuff. it to her. So yeah. it was he, like that was love a her. very sh short scene. He said it to her. like only Horace do that. Or so like mm -hmm. he, he gave this line. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
And then he was like going back to, he was like trying to find people because Hemi told him the story about how she fell into a well and oh, yeah, yeah. and Jong Su rescued yeah, yeah, her. Yeah. But he doesn't remember this and he's asking his his uh, his dad, did he? Or who was he talking to? He was asking, no, he asked his mom. His mom, yeah. If that happened and he's asking like, he found Hemi's family and he asked them that as well. And what did they say about it? They come back and they say there is a well, but uh, they never heard about the story. And so it could be true. I think that is yeah, the main theme of it, like the, the play of the different yeah. realities again. Like you have the well, you've got the cat, never appearing cat. And uh, what else? Like then this motif of burning that uh, is very it's very when you think about it it's so such a strong motif like he's burning the he's burning his car and in the end he's burning him it's it's kind of like he's burning the whole story in the end like is 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 it true like is, is there or is it just left from fiction i think that is mm-hmm. one of these things you you have, you have to to find out yourself right yeah like how much can we trust our characters and yeah um or our imagination like we had this loss did we talk about this loss in the mall experiment where you don't know if the your memories are true and he te- she's telling the story about the well but then I think she also sa- says something about like yeah she always had like a vivid imagination or something like that so you don't know if Hemi the female protagonist if how much she she seems to be like somebody like a really lovable character with like an amazing appearance but she's also very like she's struggling for money maybe she's making up stories then she wants to be with this rich guy Ben and so you don't know if she was doing stuff just to to allure him or so yeah then like it's kind of like why out of nowhere was she suddenly hitting on like Jung Soo it was like oh yeah yeah that that was actually because like, he didn't even recognize her so what if they didn't even oh no but her family what? her family knew him right her family knew Jung Soo. Yeah, they they knew him. Yeah. So yeah. they did actually know each other. Yeah, but it starts because what also we we didn't mention that might be an interesting fact because Jung Soo is a writer. Like he, he is an aspiring writer. He meets his father. His his father is they say like he's a hot headed guy. He's always like. Also, this burning motif, he's, he's out of nowhere, he can explode. And then every, like, this is why he w- went to jail and he did something and he didn't want to apologize and, and he has to go to, uh, go to jail. But, um, yeah, you don't, you also don't know what's like, he, he wants to be a writer and he, that could also be a uh, contribution to this theory that everything in this, everything in the movie is about like, fictionalization of the the characters because he mentions two authors i remember faulkner and i forgot the other fitzgerald. one fitzgerald fitzgerald yeah the great gatsby yeah mm-hmm. like ben is like this great gatsby show-off guy and so that they even mentioned the the great gatsby several times yeah he met yeah yeah 
So yeah, and Faulkner, he's like the quintessential author for this like play or, or fiction because he has you don't know who's telling like one of the pre postmodern writers like all the different layers of stories coming together. Then all of a sudden there's a change of perspective. So when I think about it now, that that makes sense. Be making him all like mentioning Faulkner in this way in this story also uh, mirrors like the whole the whole story I guess mm -hmm. but then there's like this clear like you can also just see it as a portrait of the South Korean society where men have to be very like they have to go to the army I knew some Koreans from from the US and they were on on this exchange and they I think they all have to go to the army for two or three years mm -hmm. so the society is very like I, I think South Korea is a country that is still dealing a lot with this story of the Korean War in the 50s and like the separation mm -hmm. and uh, so it's a very torn country between these two systems maybe so that that one you can just see it as a very interesting reflection on the, the society and the and the position or this, this traditional position positioning between men and women And how the also between countryside and this Gangnam Gangnam I don't know how to Gangnam Gangnam world of like the super rich people. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that that movie was food for thought. I would say. What did you like it? I really liked it. Yep, I think I had first I thought it would it is it is a bit slow. It takes some time, but now I keep thinking like the performance is just very like slow pace. Take, taking time you actually don't know so much about the characters but the performances are just amazing so yeah it doesn't really follow that same format as a lot of movies where a lot of movies really try to give you that feeling of this is like it's a f complete ending you're like ah yeah, this yeah, is what yeah, happens yeah. like at the end it ends with um, Jong Su after he has stabbed um, um, ben, ben and burned the car and he's driving away but You're left with this feeling of like, did he actually do like, did he actually do the right thing in terms of, um, like, did he, was he right in doing it? Like, were his <laughs> assumptions right? Did Ben actually, did is Ben actually a serial killer who murders all these girls? Yeah. Because maybe the, all those, all the jewelry, that's in the bathroom are trophies that he keeps from from, from all dip, these yeah. women. Yeah, it could, could have been just like she gave him the watch or something like that. Yeah, because then again, why would you put your trophies in a, in a guest bathroom? Mm -hmm. So that's really weird. So there is a lot of doubt that the viewer has where you're not really you're not really sure if the right thing happened and if if Jung Soo is actually the good guy because he's stalking Ben and then mm. he um, he kills someone and. Yeah, so I think it would be it would be interesting to see what it's like from like Ben's point of view because maybe Ben is just a normal guy who maybe has troubles empathizing with people, but like a normal guy who's just burning down the no. But what if he's like <laughs> what if he's not actually like maybe he just like said yeah it. May maybe yeah. So yeah, that's true. Is it, There's a lot of mistrust in the point of view of a lot of people. You don't know who's telling the truth, and at the end, you never, 
you never know. And because he's already killed Ben, he'll never find out mm. if, like, he'll never find the truth. He's only basing it on what his, what his like, three clues are. The cat, that, um, the fact that Hamie's suitcase is still in her apartment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, finding her bracelet. And bracelet, those are the yeah. only clues that he has. Yeah, but it, I think a good movie can do this balancing act of, of giving you like the you have to make up your own decision anyways but it's just so much that even now when we start talking like that there's so much stuff that's that's pocket popping up again mm -hmm. and that's I think it's an indication for for a very good movie it leaves you like it reminded me a bit of like David Lynch Twin, Twin Peaks maybe also it, it has some mystery elements It, it also in the beginning like the characters are so yeah like you are fat, like you're drawn into it but you don't really know why I, I think that that always happens to me when like like Yong Sui is this kind of loser guy he wants to be a writer But still, is um, I, I got so interested in, in finding out. But until the end, I did. I don't know anything about him. Like I just know he's from the countryside and some small details. But he like the dialogues are also very condensed. Very like there's no like there's no word too much in in terms of how they talk and how whatever they are uh, talking about. And it's yeah, it's just very like. I think it's more like a chamber play where, or a small theater play, mm -hmm. like based on really getting to know the characters and, and their motifs without like showing st too straight in your in your face mm -hmm. how, what what their intentions are and like re revenge and maybe he is also like because Yong Su he sees Ben as this yeah he's like this pickup guy because he's rich he has a Porsche he, he doesn't have any troubles and then I think he's also like retaliating for like him being in this like poverty and without like having any perspective mm -hmm. I'm just I'm just trying to look up what play it was that I watched it's now a movie um But it's a, uh, because yeah, you're saying that it's kind of like a play, and that's true. I think there are a lot of elements um, that are also used in plays. Oh, I can't remember the name. Um, basically, it's about two sets, two sets of parents, and um, they are meeting because one kid hit the other kid. Uh huh. And they're trying to just come up with, like, a solution. And it becomes this whole doubt. Uh, like, they start to, like... At first, it starts very uh, courteous. And it slowly becomes this huge, like... They all be unwind and they all become, like... They okay. start screaming at each other. Uh, Kate Winslet stars in the... And Jodie Foster star stars in the movie version of it. Because of the kid. Um, yeah, but because first they're just like, okay, so we have... My kid hit your kid. Ah, And I know it. I know it. Dad, uh, wait, wait, wait. I know. Wait, wait, wait. Chris of Waltz? Yep. Yep, yep, yep. 
they are in the new park, like in the in the park, and then they meet. Also, like rich people, like. But it all richer. takes place in one. It all takes place. God of War. No, I, no, no, <laughs> that's no, no, the game. No, that's the game. Uh, uh, a Carnage, game. Carnage, Carnage, yes, Carnage, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes, God of Carnage. G God of Carnage. I don't know. <laughs> it's a, it is a play actually. By yeah, y I watched it. Y Yasmina Reza. Yeah, sorry, you mentioned, but um, I yeah yeah yeah. Th this is the I like the movie more than the play though. Really? Hmm? I didn't watch the movie actually. Okay. Um, yeah. Or did I? No, I don't. Maybe I. Maybe I did. Anyway. Yeah, Carnage was. It, it, it's so fresh because of the performances, I think. Mm. And that's that's when like you feel like they are like brilliant actors, like they are giving you their heart and soul in 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 the performance and showing what they um, can show, like a small part of how our life can become <laughs> just from a small incident or yeah for me it was uh it was interesting because they're basing it off of just um like the kids aren't even there so they're all basing this huge argument that they have judging the other parents mm. without actually knowing what happened and i think that's similar to what happened with burning where they there's this huge tension built up on things that you're not totally sure of. Oh, you yeah. have some information, but with all, there's still so much unsaid. So yeah, it's cool. Like they sprinkle here and there some like information snippets, but then your your brain does the rest of the work. It it keeps like spinning on like yeah the motives, intentions, what what could have happened, and it starts with this like small encounter like that is maybe a good parallel to to uh carnage because the Car carnage it's like this um children fight over i don't know what it was and here it's like this small encounter where young su meets uh Hemi and um that like like this small encounter them meeting up in the big city of seoul changes the whole lives like from all of them right so that's that's how the movie develops and that's yeah that's definitely one one movie to watch mm -hmm. um i never heard of this movie before we went to go see it oh now you know it well like where did you hear about it i think i read a I think I read an article. I sometimes read the newspaper and then I found it. And what I remember, they said that it's one of the few occasion, occasions where the all critics really love the movie. So I'm already okay. Usually movies are very like contradict, like there's much controversy about uh, all the movies, if it's a masterpiece or not. But here it seems that it was on the Cannes Festival and then they also had this review from critics where it has the highest critics rating ever so far. And yeah, so I thought, okay, maybe that that is the next movie to watch. And mm -hmm that is very unusual and then I read a bit about like because I know some other South Korean directors that are like Kim, Kim Ki-duk he does some some cool movies and I think they have a very I don't know what it is like South Korea as a country what, it seems very like 
interesting to me right now. It's just like how I imagine it now watching these movies. Would you like to go there or to Korea? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I would want to. Um, I want to visit Japan and Korea at some point. Oh yeah, Japan would be cool in Korea. Mm -hmm. You can combine it. Uh, Murakami, Japanese author, and now we have the the, the good Korean directors. Mm -hmm. One thing and that the food. Imagine. Well, getting some really fresh kimchi. I don't know what I'll be able to eat, but we'll see. Anyways, <laughs> um, one thing that I thought was really cool, because I watched a few interviews with Steven Yun. Steven Yun, yeah. Who plays he's Ben. Um, he's an American, he's a Korean-American, so he's American-born and raised, or maybe he's, I think, I'm not sure where he was born, but he's American, and um, you've seen him, like, you've seen him in um, The Walking Dead, and now he is playing a Korean guy, and in the interview that, or he said in a few interviews, it was interesting because he said it was nice that I was able to be a character in a movie and not have that be questioned as to why, because mm -hmm. I find that with a lot of American movies and media when you have an asian character it's usually like often they're specifically described in the cast role or the cast call or whatever okay or like there's there's always there often has to be like an explanation like why do you have an asian character why do you have an, a black character or a hispanic character whereas when he was in this korean film he was able to just be korean and not have to explain why he looks the way he does oh, yeah. and he was like I hope that this is what it will be like for America in the future and that, I think that was really cool um, like for example like I I can't think of any celebrity you know like people say like they have like a celebrity doppelganger like I don't have one because I don't know enough <laughs> I don't know enough like Filipino or like Asian Actors who yeah they're yeah well at least in American media I don't watch Filipino media was it always um, a problem to find a role model or like in because I mean still most movies TV shows they have when you think about like the top ones they are mainly mainly white I would say mm -hmm. or yeah and then like I think it's recent that they're trying to make more um, like Asian shows for example so like a family that's uh, a show that's about a, an Asian family in America that those are becoming more popular but yeah it wasn't I never really thought of it because you you're kind of just growing up with it but for example like it would be if if I were to be an actor in Hollywood You can't just cast me as a family member because what if the rest of the family is is white? And then you have to explain why you have an Asian person in the family. Things like that. Yeah, but I also think that the majority of Americans still is white. So, And also the generation of the screenwriters, they are a bit older usually. So I think that... Depends. Yeah, maybe. But, but yeah, it's... It's definitely the case that it's yeah the main heroes, but I don't I, I don't think you have I th I think with this quota I'm never a big fan of it. I would like to have one show where the main character is 
let's say like we have Walter White from Underwood or mm -hmm. like I don't know the guy from Breaking uh, from uh, Walking Dead or all, all these shows have still like very white characters but I, I think just give me one major like like Steve Young playing like the main character in one of these shows I think mm -hmm. then nobody would question like is there a quota even needed or uh, I don't know like or a Latin American character playing like the the, the main lead mm -hmm. in in one of these like top shows like or, or Don Donnie Draper or something like that yeah I know that um, well you have the movie Crazy Rich Asians oh, which yeah, was really one, yeah. something that was targeting towards that um, there's a Canadian show I think it's Canadian but I'm uh, I yeah I can't remember the name I know that in the 90s and late 80s I think there's also this movement so you have like the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air oh, yeah, for yeah. example things like that um, and in cartoons you have the Proud Family which is uh, where it is about like a black family um, you have shows like uh, I don't know if it was on purpose but you have shows like That's So Raven where she's the main character but I think yeah there is still there is some progress but there is some room for improvement still I think I think mainly it's it's yeah they, they could make make it better but I, I just like for me I just enjoy when the show is just like good writing I think should like what these characters are so univer universal that they don't need a quota that's mm -hmm. that's my purpose like a show that's where you don't question about like what is going on or why is he there it's just like the, the theme like like in Burning like the theme you wouldn't question it's why like it's just a Korean movie but why like the story is just great like mm -hmm. the acting the whole story and I think it's the, the highest you can get would be to, to have a character that is so unique and that can uh, can be like a, a, a picture or a symbol for a lot of other people then, mm -hmm. then this is good art are you watching the show Uh, Chernobyl, right? No, I'm not watching it. You're the one who's watching it. I watched the first one, but you're you have a very interesting method. Yeah, so I don't we so Chernobyl is an HBO series. It's a mini series. Um, we don't have HBO, so I've just been watching YouTube clips where they'll show maybe five minutes, like of a scene, and yeah, I think in general, I think I have I have an idea of what happens. You have a new method now. You you don't have to watch the whole of it. Yeah, it would be nice to watch the series, but I also don't have a lot of time. Like, there's so many series that I need to watch, and um, I just haven't put time into it. Mm. But Chernobyl, yeah, it's a it's a really good show. Um, really tense. Yeah, I like the the cinematography is just. What do you like? You you told me about the noise, like the sound editing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So like a common technique that people use in um, sound engineering for scary, like in scary movies, is often used. Mm. Um, but they'll play this high frequency noise, and it's uh, something that people might not consciously notice, but it is irritating and mm. you're not sure why you're irritated by something but you'll experience that when you're watching the scene and um, I believe they uh, somebody went 
to an actual power plant and was recording sounds from power plants and they were playing those in the no- in the background. Mm. So whenever there was a moment where none of the characters were speaking, there was still this sound of of something going on. So the power plant and it's just it's very it adds to the tension of like what's currently happening in the scene. And it's just very like I like I didn't know much about what radiation does to you. Mm. Like I knew that if you were exposed to radiation then you're like you have a you're more likely to get cancer and things like yeah, that. Lymphomas, yeah. But like I didn't know what happened if you get like the the highest <laughs> like the yeah, bicarab- if you were if you were there and mm. and you were there for like it, present and it was a very um eye-opening and yeah i was watching this at 4 a.m in the morning <laughs> <laughs> but it's pretty it's pretty gruesome yeah yeah i watched i've watched like the first episode and or the first two i think mm-hmm. and what happens uh, in the first two episodes basically it's like for me they're just showing like the the incident and how much of the soviet system was try like trying to cover it mm-hmm. because i think one of the main problems with chernobyl was also that right now everybody knows it's like the the most they've got like a scale and the the scale of the, of this incident was like the highest so there it's only chernobyl I scale think. of what uh, severity of like a nuclear accident and in terms uh, of like Quintin uh, or in terms of how the the environment is affected by it okay so there were some nuclear disasters but I think only Chernobyl and then Fukushima were on this high uh, high scale mm-hmm. anyways but the uh, yeah the the main idea that also I, I talked with my Russian friends about it and that was interesting because they knew how the Soviet Union worked like from their parents for instance and then like they they show how they are trying to cover up like the whole machinery of of uh, yeah it can cannot uh, it cannot happen like it just cannot happen did like, you see the scene where um they're trying to clear the roof um is it in this i i don't know i don't know what episode it is so i don't want to go further I don't know. Okay, then maybe you haven't seen it. Yeah, I'm definitely going to watch it. We we might uh, watch it together, then we can talk about it. Chernobyl seems also a f- such an interesting uh, TV show. I I totally like the the standard of the the editing and the like the performances are all amazing and they show how the Soviet Union were was and how yeah, you get a feel. I think that that's the main thing you get a feeling of how it was back in the days and mm-hmm. then yeah I had to it's, like, it's like burning gets you a feeling or you, you get in the mood of of being in south korea and here you 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 even go in the uh, into the past and experience how it was in mm-hmm. the soviet union yeah when i was watching like learning about chernobyl i was like i don't even know how nuclear plants work so i was like watching a bunch of youtube videos about like how they work like a nuclear reactor yeah that's cool i mean that's such a good takeaway then you watch it and then you get interested in how a nuclear plant works like i don't understand completely how it works but i have a general (coughs) gesundheit um but yeah 
I don't understand why people would want to go on trips to visit these sites. Like, I know some of them are kind of safe, but like... I think it's the... I'm also interested in these abandoned places, but Chernobyl, I think I would also be too scared. Especially because like the risk of like the risk of like getting cancer <laughs> from it. Yeah, I think it's still there, but they put the sarcophag, the, the this concrete thing now on yeah. top of it. So, but there's still radiation. Is, like there, there is, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, you can probably still like. In, in the surroundings there will be for the next I don't know how long how long is like the times it, it gets like a hundred years a hundred years at least I think yeah. yeah but yeah Chernobyl and Fukushima are different in that Chernobyl was like this explosion whereas Fukushima was something where the radiation seeped into the mm. into the ground so all the plants and but with Chernobyl, is that also a pro- the problem? I can't remember. Yeah, there was. Or was a, it mostly airborne? I think the main problem was like with wind, and that it was like that. I think they could have rea- if they reacted earlier, they could have um, contained. Uh, um, they they could have prevented more damage to people at least and also to the environment that's what I mean like the system was so like harsh in keeping it secret and then some winds blew a lot of the radiation through the area but yeah I think it's yeah the thing with the propaganda was that the government was lying about how bad the how like how bad the situation was Mm, yeah exactly yeah and I think that had a lot of very negative consequences and yeah 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 we keep you updated with the channel but that's a cool show interesting you learn something are we gonna keep them updated sure okay then it's i'm going to bed because i'm yeah we're both tired my eyes are half open half yeah, closed yeah, yeah. no it's 10 no almost 11 then any more nope. ideas? Nothing? Mm, I do have Straight ideas, but I don't want to spoil them for you. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay, talk to you guys later. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.